This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and today it is just me because I want to catch up and talk about some things. I'm going to talk about Below Deck Med. It's been a few weeks since I caught up on this season, so we have plenty of new developments to talk about. But first of all, we got to talk about Teresa Judice's first week on Dancing with the Stars. <sighs> It's finally here. Teresa is in the ballroom. I don't know what most of you were expecting from Teresa on Dancing with the Stars. I gotta say, my expectations were not high. And I really, I really have to to wonder if your expectations were high, what led you to to for, to form those expectations? Because when you think about ballroom dancing, it, it's a lot of discipline. It's a lot of quick thinking, you know, being being sharp with your feet and with your, you know, li- remembering all the steps and all the different types of movements and you know, I I'm I'm trying to put this diplomatically, but I, those just don't seem like skills that I would expect Teresa to excel at perhaps. I don't know. But so it was her first week. We get to meet her and her little clip package. I did love right away. She brought up the fact that she went to prison uh, because of, you know, documents that her husband told her to sign. Uh, she says she's been working on herself and she's in therapy, which good for her. She's happily remarried. And I love a lot of these Dancing with the Stars intros. It's like they meet for the first time in the studio in LA, but we get a clip of her partner, Pasha, walking up to her house in New Jersey and ringing the doorbell. And Teresa answers the door like she has absolutely no clue what is going on. He's like, he's like, hey, I'm Pasha. I'm going to be your partner this season. And it's like the trademark Teresa, like blank face stare. She's like, oh yeah, okay. (laughs) It's like, Ma'am, I know you're wearing a microphone. I know they probably filmed this three times. <laughs> like, get it together. But she is, she did a tango for her first week. Uh, Pasha's like, yeah, I thought it would be perfect for like, you know, the passion and blah, 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 blah. And Teresa's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I never did a tango. And it's like, I mean, I'm assuming Teresa's never done any of this shit. Like what? If he said we're doing a foxtrot, she would be like, that's my favorite one. I don't know. I, uh, the tango was, it left something to be desired for me. Teresa is just, there's like a stiffness in her body. I don't, I don't really envision her being able to capture that like fluid, just like sensual movement. I like, I think she can be sexy. Like I, I think Teresa is a, 
a good looking woman. I think she can be very sexy in her private life. She loves talking about pineapple, but in like a dancing with the stars context, like that performative sexy where you're, you're being sexy within the, the, within the, the confines of the dance. I don't know. And like when she has to do like a Viennese waltz or something slow and graceful, I don't know if that's going to work. They, of course, had her do a signature table flip in her first routine. There was a bedazzled turkey on the table. I know, I mean, Dancing with the Stars just like is fundamentally a cheesy show. So I guess that I don't have an issue with that. But it's like, it feels very like, okay, we're having Teresa do her Teresa thing. And then she very easily could go home next week. I mean, she very easily could have gone home this week because she did land in the bottom two. Uh, uh, Look... I don't know if she was one of the worst two dancers of the night, but she wasn't one of the best two dancers of the night. That's for sure. She's no Charlie D'Amelio in the ballroom. She's no Wayne Brady. Wow. Maybe that's the title of the episode. Teresa Judice is no Wayne Brady. <sighs> what if... I don't know. I, I just like... Last, last season, Kenya, I think, made it around the halfway point. Lisa Rinna was in fourth place way back in season two. I just don't think, I don't think Teresa has it in her. I think she's going to be closer to Lisa Vanderpump's performance eliminated second. I don't know. I I don't know. Dancing with the Stars is a weird thing because it's like, obviously not most of the people going into Dancing with the Stars have no experience in that field and maybe aren't like naturals at it, but just some people have that have that it factor a little bit more. And Teresa has the it factor as a housewife, but as a ballroom dancer, I just don't I don't see it happening for her. But I'm excited to keep watching. Uh, this is the most I've been excited for Dancing with the Stars in probably ever. So uh, we'll see. It's on Disney Plus <laughs> if you're trying to watch along and uh, and vote. So yeah, Monday nights on Disney Plus. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Monday nights over on Bravo, we have Below Deck Med happening, and there has been a lot happening in the last couple of weeks. The last time I talked about Below Deck Med, we had just had the the charter of the gays, and Kyle was in love with Frank, and so since then, the the charter after that, things have things have slid downhill a little bit within our crew relations because. It seems like, particularly with the interior, there are little little wounds that are beginning to fester and creating rifts within the group, and also creating messes on the boat that need to be cleaned up. And, you know, we have Sandy, these couple of episodes, you might say she's back in micromanaging mode, but actually, I think it's kind of justified this pantry situation, uh, you know, when there's been a stain for multiple days that makes Captain Sandy want to throw up in her mouth. I mean, something's got to be done. (laughs) It really, uh, the interior issues, a lot of them are stemming back to Kyle and Natasha's personal life drama. We have Kyle coming off the heels of his fling with Frank, and he is very much distracted, kind of like, you know, a little bit wistful for, oh, I miss him. I miss that feeling, which he had for about 18 hours. So yeah, whatever, it happens. But so he seems weirdly incapable of doing his job because of that. Uh, Meanwhile, with Natasha, her boyfriend has taken Dave's role of the toxic texter. uh, And Dave has now you know, wormed his way back into her good graces. And it's a little bit questionable because it sort of seems like Dave thinks he has a chance with her again. Uh, Meanwhile, Natasha is like, happy to be getting hugs from him and happy to be making jokes with him. Meanwhile, her boyfriend is like, I can't fucking talk to you right now. Are are you kidding me with this? Why aren't you responding to me? Blah, 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 blah. It's like on and on and on. And I think my hot take, I don't, maybe I said this last, last time I talked about it, but I, it feels like a hot take right now. I think Natasha should 
not be with either of these men. I think she should dump her boyfriend. She should continue to have a platonic friendship with Dave. And she should maybe just be single for a while because it does not seem like homegirl has any healthy options at this point in time. And you know what? Sometimes the healthiest option is just loving yourself. And that's what I think that Natasha should focus on. But anyway, in terms of job performance, she's so stressed out about the situation with her boyfriend, which, okay, can I just say, I hate that we don't know the name of her boyfriend. That is so weird. They've bleeped out his name on the show. The fact that Clearly, there is some post-filming dynamic at play where he wouldn't even allow his name to be uttered on the show. I'm like, what is what's happening here? It's like on, it's like on Summer House when they weren't allowed to say Kristen Cavallari. Like we can't even Kristen Cavallari is at least famous, or like you know famous in certain circles. Is Natasha's boyfriend also from the hills? Why can't we say his name? Is is he threatening legal action if we say his name on camera? That's strange to me. But anyway, my tangent aside, Natasha is very preoccupied with what's happening with her personal life. So much like Kyle, she also is a little bit down for the count when it comes to job performance, which unfortunately leaves Natalia feeling very, uh, very alone and very unsupported in this charter. And I think... I think she really has a point. You know, there are certain things where it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that's part of the job or everybody's human and you pick up the slack somewhere else. But that day on this charter, after the <laughs> after the guys and dollies party, which, God, that theme, uh, I want to burn it and never hear about it again. But when the guests are up until like 4 or 5 a.m. and then Natalia wakes up like an hour later and there are just piles of dishes. There's just like dirty shit everywhere. Nothing is organized. All the decor from dinner is still out. All the, you know, the decorations are just everywhere. Like, that's not correct. I feel, again, I've never spent a day on a yacht in my life, but I feel at this point like I have watched enough episodes of the Below Deck franchise that I have a pretty good idea of how thing, how a ship should be run. You know, I couldn't tie any of the knots. I couldn't do any of the physical labor, but like, I know how things work around here. When you have two members of the interior crew that are staying up with the guests, that's when you should be getting your work done. And this is what, this is what Sandy has a talk with Natasha about at the end of the charter, that it's like, I know that you're working on service. I know that you're keeping the guests happy, but like the guests are already saying that the drinks are being made slow. And Natasha's like, well, you know, we're trying to keep the guests happy. And it's like, no, you're talking with Kyle for like an hour in the corner of the boat while the guests are like waiting for their drinks and the dishes are also just not getting done. And it's like, maybe the service hasn't been bad enough for there to be a complaint to Captain Sandy from the guests, but like the service also hasn't been amazing. So like it really needs to be a one or the other type of thing where if the service is slow, it should be because you're doing the dishes and cleaning up the pantry. Or if the pantry isn't getting clean, it's because you really were with the guests, but these guests are not that high maintenance. Like they're staying up late. Sure. And they're ordering drinks, but 
they're not demanding that you hang out with them. This is not like last charter when Frank is trying to get Kyle to quit his job and just hang out with him on the deck. Like you could easily be down there cleaning the dishes. You could be talking to Kyle the whole time and still washing the dishes. But yeah, so I I do really understand why when Natalia wakes up that morning and sees that nothing has been done, it is kind of like a breaking point for her because she's already been feeling like she doesn't get enough support. So then the question then is, was it cool for her to go directly to Captain Sandy and to complain? And I do see both sides. I think, I don't think it was fully uncool for her to do that. I do think there is an an argument to be made that she could have tried to talk about it with Natasha first. And I wonder how the trajectory of these couple days could have been different if she had gone about it that way, just because we see Sandy kind of bringing it up to Natasha in maybe not the most delicate of ways. And then Natasha and Kyle both can tell that Natalia has kind of snitched on them. And then when Natalia and Natasha are talking about it, it it really does. I do think Natalia's way of talking to Natasha does come off kind of disrespectful and, you know, a little intense. So I, I do think if they had had that conversation first before Captain Sandy was looped into it, it could have been a less, you know, tense situation in the interior crew. But that being said, Captain Sandy had already noticed that the pantry wasn't clean. She had already noticed that stain that makes her want to throw up in her mouth. I I can't stop thinking about that. It's so funny. But like she had already noticed those things. So maybe the specifics of the breakfast isn't pulled and the stuff isn't put away, like maybe the specifics of what wasn't getting done wouldn't have come to the forefront in that way. But like, I still think Sandy would have noticed that stuff and said something to Natasha. And because Natasha is kind of in this defensive mode, I still think she wouldn't have taken it that well. We see she's kind of like, well, you know, I've been going above and beyond with the guests. And it's like, honestly, like you, you haven't really. I don't think she's been doing a terrible job with the guests, but I think she's mostly, she's mostly just been distracted with other stuff that's going on. And so for her to be like, well, I've, I've been so focused on the guests, so I haven't had time to wash a dish. It's like, babe, (laughs) we're all watching. The cameras are, there's cameras. And then she's complaining to Dave. She's like, well, she's like, we're not just cleaners. And it's like, you're not just cleaners, but you are cleaners. That is a, uh, that's a, a key portion of the job is cleaning. So, I mean... I feel like there's always this point in the season when they start they start having some issues with the interior crew and you can tell that they're kind of just like over certain parts of the job where it's like the laundry is getting out of control and it's like well I'm not just like a laundry wench and it's like okay like nobody said that you are like locked in the laundry dungeon 24/7 but like it's part of your job and the complaining when we see such a clear way that you're kind of dropping the ball just falls flat. It falls flat and it feels like an excuse. And, you know, we're not here for excuses. So then Kyle and Natasha decide that instead of going out to this crew dinner, they're going to stay in and clean the pantry. And 
It feels like they're doing this in a way to make Natalia feel bad. Where they're like, oh, well, if it's such a big problem, then I'm happy to give up my night out and whatever and clean and like, no, 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 don't feel bad. It's what we need to do, right? Because we're all in this together and we all have to do our jobs. So like, I guess I'll stay in and skip dinner. And Natalia's like, well, I don't, I don't want this. We just had five hours where you could have done this. But then Natasha, when she's on her own, she's like, well, you know, I care so much about my job. And, you know, it's more important to me that it gets done. And it's like, are you doing this because you care about your job? Or are you doing this because you want to either make Natalia bad or look good or score some bonus points? It's like, it, it feels like the there are ulterior motives for doing this and you really want everybody to know that you're sacrificing something to fix this problem when in reality it's like if you just did your job within normal hours at a high level you wouldn't really need to do this it's very we all have that one coworker who loves to make a big performance out of the fact of oh i was i was working on this at eight o'clock last night and oh my god i work i worked on this over the weekend i spent so much time blah 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 and respectfully you kind of be you got to be like babe i i appreciate that you're committed to your work but <laughs> like get your job done during work hours unless it's a specific you know thing that requires you to be working some other time it's like i'm not going to throw you a parade because you gave up an evening to work like you're just you're working harder not smarter i i don't know i mean I'm glad they cleaned the pantry. It needed to be done. But it also kind of sucks that they're just missing Z's birthday dinner because it's like, this was supposed to be like a fun thing. And he clearly cares a lot about his birthday. And then when they show up to this historic museum in Malta for dinner, and there are only four of them there because Storm had to do some other shit on the boat. It's like, well, that's sad to have a, a birthday dinner party of four. Like, that's, that's shitty. Could you not have picked, could you not have skipped part of the beach club the next day to clean the pantry? Or like Natalia said, just do it in the, the four hours before. I don't know. I, I It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I do love that when they get a day off, it's like Sandy's like, well, you know, the owners have chosen to give you this day off because you're doing such an amazing job this season. And it's like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this was worked into the production schedule for the season that was finalized weeks ago. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, Sandy, for the creative framing. It's like, considering they literally have a day off every single season, I don't really think it's like, I don't think the owners of the boat are like calling in the week before and being like, hey, can we adjust the entire charter schedule for the rest of the season so we can give these kids a day off? Because they've been working really hard. It's like... Bravo. Why why are we even pretending? It's like on the on housewives when they always have to have a reason for the trip and sometimes the reasons are real like you're, you know, visiting someone's whatever or like a birthday trip, but sometimes it's like so convoluted. Like no, it's just a a housewives trip. This is just a below deck crew day off. We do it every season. It's always at a beach club. The owners always pay for it. 
allegedly. I don't know if I believe that, but it's like, <laughs> again, I've been watching, I've watched enough episodes of this show to know how it works. Don't think you're pulling the wool over my eyes. Um, but yeah, so you have the day off. I don't know. The main thing on the day off is just that Storm is like super, super, super into Natalia, and Natalia is kind of like, uh, I don't know. I. It's hard. The boatman's is always. They get to a certain point where like, it's kind of like who's gonna blink first, where you're super into each other at the beginning of the season. There's not that many other options. You start sleeping in a tiny little bunk bed together because you know close quarters and you are very quickly kind of formed into a couple and then you're four weeks into the season and you're kind of like well i don't know if i i don't know if i like want this to be real real like i'm into you and i'm into the idea of the idea of being a couple, but like, I don't know if I'm looking for a real relationship out of this. You know, there are a handful of below deck couples, obviously, where they really do stick it out and have like a real thing going, but there are a lot more below deck couples where it's like, yeah, we hooked up for half a season, maybe a whole season, maybe it was real. Maybe it was intense, but I don't know that this is ever going to be a real world full thing. And I do feel like with Storm and Natalia, they got together early enough in the season that it's like, if they're together much longer, then it's going to be hard to just kind of like have a clean break at the end of the season. And maybe that's not what they want, but also... I kind of get it from Natalia's point of view. I don't know. It's it's tough. I just think in general, none of these relationships are ever meant to be. And also when you've got Dave and Natasha, you know, brewing up a vat of toxic waste over in the kitchen, it's like, I don't know if I really want to be the other relationship dynamic in the season. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe we just got to cut our losses this year. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The big thing that we end this episode with is Jason and Storm's convo, which has been kind of a long time coming. I thought it was nice of Storm to let Jason enjoy his day off before having this conversation. But uh, it goes about as poorly as could be expected. Uh, You know, Storm is just kind of like, well, I feel like sometimes you have an attitude that makes it hard with the team. And I just feel like... And Jason is like, well, I feel like I'm going above and beyond. I feel like I'm pulling my weight more than anyone. And um, he kind of volunteers to leave or like challenges Storm to find a replacement for him. It's a little... It's a little iffy what's going on because obviously, of course, they end with the to be continued in the middle of this conversation. And I would just like to lodge a formal complaint with the producers of this show for ending two episodes in a row with conversations between a manager and a managee on the bridge with a to be continued. Like, Come on. BFFR. Be fucking for real. Seriously, two episodes in a row. Below Deck, as much as we shit on Housewives shows for the to be continued, which it is a lot, everybody overuses it. But Below Deck, I think, is perhaps even more egregious with the to be continued because 90% of the time, the continuation is exactly what you think it's going to be. Or it's a complete nothing. Like, that conversation with Sandy and Natasha at the end of the episode before was not a dramatic conversation. It was two minutes of Sandy being like, you don't need two people on service until 5 a.m. And Natasha kind of being like, uh, uh, but okay, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. It wasn't dramatic. Nobody got fired. Nobody even really got disciplined. It was just Scandy kind of being like, hey, can you make sure that the pantry isn't fucking filthy when I wake up? And the episode before we had it to be continued when Storm is diving with the anchor and it's just the underwater camera like of him diving with the anchor. They're trying to make it look like he's going to get like his arm sliced off. We know that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Anchor drama on Below Deck it couldn't be more boring to me. I don't even... Uh, uh, like, okay. F- fix the chains. W- like, come on. You, the two minutes of underwater camera. And it's so clear that they're trying to make it confusing what's happening so that it looks more treacherous. It's like, we see the arms flailing. And it's like... <laughs> like, it's just, come on. Give me a break. To, so I think if I'm remembering correctly that's three to be continued in a row one boring anchor drama that turned out to be nothing one conversation with captain sandy that turned out to be kind of nothing and then this conversation with jason and storm that might actually lead to someone leaving in my in my expert opinion this is the only one that potentially warrants a to be continued those last two episodes bullshit finish it let finish the conversation. None of this stuff is interesting enough that we need to be waiting a week on a cliffhanger to find out what's happening. 
Now, if Jason is actually quitting, I have my doubts. We'll see. That, I think, is a to-be-continued episode ending. I guess, if we need one at all. Like, if you're picking one out of the three, it's this. But still, it's like, get over yourselves. Sometimes the way that they... The way that they edit these shows, it's like, you really you really think this is Game of Thrones. This isn't fucking House of the Dragon. I'm not, we're not going to turn on the show next week and see like the older version of Storm. They're not like switching out the actresses. <laughs> can, can you imagine if like halfway through the season, they were like, okay, Natasha's old now. <laughs> oh my God. They're going to get a preference sheet that it's like, Dr. Nicole is a is a physician from Albuquerque, New Mexico. On her second night, she would like dragon rides. And she would also like a classic feast prepared. <laughs> she had like a classic feast of King's Landing cuisine and Westerosi desserts. <laughs> like, oh, get over yourself. It's not that dramatic. It's interesting, sure, but like. The, oh, the the editing sometimes it just kills me. I I just want to see more. Like I want to see. I love the little moments. Like Courtney, the way she says kombucha, oh, chef's kiss. She's like, well, they don't. They've not been eating too much of this, so we'll just put a lot of water, a lot of kombucha, kombucha, oh, perfection. I could, I mean, I could watch the clip of Sandy saying that the stain makes her want to vomit in her mouth. I could watch that on loop for an hour. Put it to be continued, and the next episode is just another hour of that. I don't know. <laughs> I will not be that sad if Jason leaves, but also I do feel like we're close enough to the end of the season that it's like, I don't know. <sighs> Sometimes they fire people for dumb reasons, like. I don't think he's doing anything that bad. I think does he I don't think he sounds fun to work with, but like I also think it could be worse and he's not like like maybe he slacks a little bit or whatever, but he's also not like actively bad at his job. If that makes sense. Like going back to the beginning of the season, I think Reagan was like bad at her job, whereas I think Jason is just like maybe doesn't always pull his weight, but he's he's not like endangering anyone. I don't know. Could be worse. Could be better. But could be worse. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) On that note, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will be back on Friday with a new episode about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Our schedule is a little bit wacky this week, but we'll be back on Friday. So make sure to rate, review, and follow the show so you don't miss an episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.